Hello, I'm Alan Davis. You're listening to Brazilian Banter. This is the ITV World Cup podcast. I've got Tom and Dom with me. Hello. From the famous Bantam's Banter podcast. Hi, Alan. How are you? Good, very good. Travelled south again, and we're recording this in my home, hence the appalling sound quality. We can't shut the doors. (laughs) Because as we've been discussing, if we shut the doors, we are locked in the room. We've had some issues in my house with the door handles. The newly newly fitted door handles not working and people getting trapped in rooms. Now, when I was trapped in this door, the, in this room the other day, <laughs> when, when I'd just woken up bleary-eyed and I was in a prison, I thought I was dealing with some old Victorian workmanship that had just no, passed itself by. No, now. it's recently, recently they fitted they door handles. They are brand new door handles as yeah. well. It's unbelievable. No. See, you see, you won't get that up north. No. You, 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 but no one's, ever, no one's ever been trapped in a room. <laughs> well, they have, but... My dad... Not by accident. Yeah. No word of a lie, my dad used to get locked in Cubby Island at stairs when he went naughty. Is your dad Harry Potter? <laughs> no, but he did. What, when he was your dad or prior to being your dad? <laughs> yeah, I, I do it. No, prior when he was younger, it didn't, they never used to like, hit him, they used to put him in the Cubby Island at stairs. In so, the, it's, you know, it's not... When you say Cubby Island, does that mean a cupboard? Yeah, it's Cubby Island. A cubby hole's a thing where you put your keys in it or your post. No, it was well, a tiny, tiny, tiny he, he called it a cubby hole. I think maybe because it was so small. He's trying to make it sound worse than it was. Yeah, so it was quite a, a spacious under, the stairs. under stair storage area. Yeah, he's, he's trying to make it sound like a prison. I suspect he went in there voluntarily. That's yeah. a that's a one <laughs> oh, yeah. one room apartment down here. When it I, is, I, it a cabinet under oh, the it's worth 180 grand. How <laughs> 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 much space? Covered under the Two stairs. Two square footage. <laughs> Uh, we've anyway, just been yeah. sitting in the uh, in in the living room watching Andy Murray lose, and we realised that all four of us, because uh, our esteemed producer Simon is also here, were sitting in the exact same seats that we sat in whilst England failed miserably in the World Cup. So if you've got any British sporting heroes you want to see yeah. crash and burn, <laughs> get in touch, and we'll sit in the appropriate <laughs> positions, and it'll be all over for them. Open a bag of pistachios because that's the routine now. Right? Yeah, and didn't they'll, even they'll need a pistachio for Murray; he was already on his way out. Yeah, and we're gonna. We're going to get together for Silverstone, the Grand Prix, and watch Lewis Hamilton crash into a wall. Yeah, of course, we'll be together for the time. We're right behind Jensen Button, though. Jensen Button, who's been told by his uh, boss he's got to try harder. Did you read that? (laughs) Yeah, I did, yeah. (laughs) Try harder. Brilliant. Well done. 200 miles an hour. (laughs) (laughs) Must try hard. Do you think he did that with a pat on the shoulder? Now, Jensen. It's quite patronising, really, isn't it? He's not doing his maths homework, is he? I know, yeah. He's driving a lethal weapon. Give it another go. I know exactly. (laughs) And you're not trying your hardest. You think he wrote him red pen at the end of his end of race report? Can you yeah, try, let's try harder. Give me a faster car, please. There's so much I can do well, here. When, bu- when buttons on, we'll all go upstairs. Yeah, we'll all swap seats. We'll all swap seats. Mix it around. Jensen Button there. Move, move, <laughs> get out. Simon is not allowed to sit in the diary room chair anymore. No, it isn't. No, yeah, quite yeah. right. And meanwhile, uh, oh no, they're showing Murray losing again. Djokovic is in the tiebreaker. Is the World Cup still on? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the World Cup's going on it's so late at night. It's killing me. It's it? extra time. What's oh, it? What's with the nine night? o'clock yeah. kickoff? Why do they kick off at nine? Can somebody not do something about that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, not anymore. Complain about that. If we say that, if the English, if the English are complaining about the kickoff times, we'll be branded racist. We will. We probably will. Whatever we say about another country, yeah. it's inevitably racist. Of course it's. Luis Suarez is wrong-footed the whole of Uruguay by now, by now apologising for actually biting yeah. Chiellini. But the way he worded it was really interesting, wasn't it? It, it, it? it almost covered him both ways. I bit him when I fell and bit him, not really bit him. I did bite him, did really bite him? Did I bite him? Yeah, I didn't know. He tasted lovely. And they've all spent all week saying, he never bit him, he didn't bite him, it was an accident, you racists. Racists! <laughs> and now he says, I did bite him actually really hard on purpose. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, take it back. You probably are racist though, over the kickoff.
The conditions of his Barcelona move, I think. Yeah. yeah. The, the owners of Barcelona. They were, so you must the, the racist English papers interpreted it that way. Oh, sorry. It's because the because the Barcelona president or somebody from Barcelona came out and said, "Oh, he's very humble, isn't he?" Oh, for crying out loud. Whilst well. rummaging around in his pocket for a checkbook. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. He's quoted as saying this morning that it's important to remember that he has apologised. Yeah. It's all right then. The, the Barcelona bloke. Yeah, the Barcelona. Forgiven. Yeah. Now they're going around Alexis Sanchez's house to try and persuade him to move to Liverpool. Good luck with that. <laughs> you get to play with Raheem Sterling and Daniel Sturridge, who set the group stage on fire. Do you remember? They each had a couple of quite promising moments. Scored one. <laughs> And the fans will forgive you anything. Anything. Do what you Do anything. Do what you like. The worse it is, the more likely they are to love you. Um, <laughs> some t-shirts made after to you. Those remaining... Let yourself down. <laughs> let your family down. Win over the support. Yeah. As long as you do well. It's like to say goodbye to those Liverpool fans that were remaining. <laughs> See ya. Both of them. There are some European teams who've survived. There are four, actually, European teams who've managed to creep their way into the quarterfinals. Not bad, that's well, 50% rate. That's pretty good, isn't it? That's pretty good. I want a European team to win it, I really do. Do you? For the first time in South America. Just because I do. Mm. <laughs> no reason. Is it because you're a racist? It's, <laughs> yeah. Um, it, I don't know why, I just, yeah, I do. Like, it's, it's a bit like my hatred for Manuel Neuer. I hate Manuel Neuer. I don't know why. This is the German goalkeeper. Yeah. I don't, I hate him, Alan. Why? So, I don't know. Well, let's work, this is your chance to work through it. But I think it's because... What it, does he remind you of? He reminds me of a bit of... Yourself. Yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you hate most in those. And immediately we it? touch on it. We, we, anyway. we hate those that remind us most of ourselves. That's the one. You, of course, play in goal. Uh, exactly. Do you like to come from your line and play as a sort of sweeper? I do, I do, yeah. Well, Tom wishes he could, that's yeah. why he's upset. You're carrying a little more timber than man will. No offence. I'm wearing black! That's oh, unfair comparison, obviously, <laughs> with the athletic German international goalkeeper. Are oh, we similar height? I'm built. Is this what it is? Can I just say, he wastes time, right? He wastes time. So when, when, they're, when they're winning, he won't go get the... When he goes out for a dead ball, he won't get the ball. And when they're losing, he's like throttling the ball boy, getting the but ball But that's football. There's a lot no, of... It's annoy- a lot that annoys me, Dom. Ungentlemanly right? tactics. And that's around. what I do. So that's yeah. what annoys me. <laughs> I love wasting time. <laughs> it's like your favourite bit as a keeper. I'm like juggling it. He goes and gets a ginster at the back of the goal. <laughs> Tom's brother was once playing in a game and his girlfriend turned up yeah. in a towel, shouting at him, saying, the shower's broken, come and fix it. Yeah, that happened, sorry. <laughs> well, I don't know where that story's coming from, but that, that did happen. He's How go- far did she travel on the towel? Oh, this is an amazing story. Did she drive to the, to the ground? You're going to love this. You're going to love it. Emma, I apologise now. But she, 20 minutes she drove uh, in a towel. She, it was the first half my brother were playing in an important game and she ran into the pitch. James, get off the pitch! Get off the pitch! Why? Shower's broke! <laughs> I'm playing football. So half-time came and yeah, mysteriously my brother developed a groin injury so I had to go home. Could she not use the showers in the changing room? Do I have changing rooms or something? You're changing your car or, 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 or by stream. All the changing rooms in the south have been converted into a flat. <laughs> right, modern flats. <laughs> 250 grand each. <laughs> Get your own peg. That's it. <laughs> uh, the pegs are uh, an, an optional extra. They are, Can yeah. I say, talking about uh, time wasting, now I want to talk to you about Argentina versus Switzerland, which was the second round game. Uh, from yesterday after Argentina scored very very late in the day mm. um, Lionel Messi took about 25 minutes to walk back to his own half in, and in, in doing so he walked across the centre circle the full diameter of it <laughs> really as if he was trying to break the record for walking slowly across a centre circle no, bothered, everybody else was in position the ref 
the two billion watching supporters, the whole population of Switzerland, chewing on, chewing on chocolate, winding up clocks. <laughs> racist! <laughs> that is racist, Alan. Timing, exactly, on their expensive timepieces. How long Lionel was taking to walk across the centre circle, and it was the first time I went off him. I actually went off him a bit. Did you? No, I really exactly. revere Messi, yeah. and I'd like him to be held in higher esteem than Diego Maradona, who, despite being the best player I've ever seen, is such a cock that I really can't <laughs> <laughs> just can't tolerate. But Messi's not a cock. That's kind the point, of yeah. lunar-sized ego. He's like a, he's a, an orbiting moon, Maradona. His ego is so big, and I'd like to see Messi eclipse him with sheer brilliance. But all he's done is eclipse him with bad sportsmanship in that moment. Yes, yeah. Get back in your own half and give Switzerland a chance. And then when when the Swiss hit the post with their header yeah. in injury time of extra time, and the ball bounced back and hit the guy on the knee, if it hit if it hit him on the other side of his kneecap, it would have gone in the goal. Yeah, unfortunate. Very unfortunate. Uh, that was agony. And I don't know if it's my age or the time of my life, I am so empathising with the losers at the moment. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah, but totally. USA, USA again. Oh, we're crying into my burger. <laughs> Why am I trying to be crying into your freedom fries? That's it. Thank you. Thank you, Alan, for rescuing that one. But it was, su- it was such a good game and they played with a never-say-die attitude. And the, the, but it was such a good it was such a good game. I think a lot of English people have taken on USA as like a second team to like really passionately get behind. It's because they talk English, <laughs> probably <laughs> with that naive and <laughs> narrow-minded. Support them. They're us. <laughs> yeah. USA, Australia. technically limited, yeah. spirited. <laughs> did you ever? Did you ever think you'd Play see? White. The, did you ever think you'd see Bad the day diet. where the USA overtook England for quality of no, international I football? I think no. you finally did that four years ago. Yeah, mm, just about. I've forgotten about that. I have to say about USA uh, that Bradley, the midfielder, the bald-headed midfielder, <sighs> brilliant. Who just because of his sort of general gait, his Danny Mills style demeanour, I assume to be a limited individual, <laughs> turns out to be world class. He was class, central yeah, midfielder. He, he ran the most out of any other player. In the tournament so far, he ran year. over 25 miles. Yeah, he did a marathon in yeah. one game. No, not in one game. <laughs> yeah, just in extra time last night. <laughs> he, ran, he runs around the stadium three times, just doing laps during <laughs> half time. <laughs> but his range of passing yeah, was superb. He made the assist for their goal, which came 10 minutes from the end, just when the Belgians thought they were through. And I was yawning and rubbing my eyes and staying with it. But what an incredible thing it was. And I couldn't bear it. I don't know why it is. Maybe I'm, I'm empathising with losers. I obviously feel like a loser at this point in my life. Because <laughs> my life ebbs away. <laughs> stolen from me by a three-year-old and a four-year-old. As I drive past pubs and restaurants, staring wanly into them. Sometimes I wake up and I'm drooling against the outside of them. <laughs> and, I, and I look at losers and I think that's me there. Yeah, I'm sympathise with you. The Swiss guy in the back of the net, biting the net. After Di Maria, Gary Lineker came up with an interesting stat, and that is something I never thought I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <he> nailed it. <laughs> Gary Lineker came up with Di Maria lost possession fifty-one times. Fifty-one <laughs> times. I know it's a, one, lot. it's a lot. He's one of the best midfield players in the world, right? and he somehow lost possession, but he scored the winning goal two minutes from the end. Exactly. Of the game. That's what I mean. No one will remember that. The only thing they bothered about is goal. Set up by Lionel. Set up by Lionel. You know, Talking of the bad BBC, sport, Messi. The BBC pundits. Alan Shearer is a man of extremes. He is. Like he, he, they were, he said that Suarez should be banned for life. That the game last night was the best game he'd ever seen. <laughs> and he also, <laughs> a minute, he said that this is the the greatest World Cup tournament since the the birth of football. <laughs> All right, Alan, <laughs> calm down. You need to. Uh, I, what's I, he on? Do you know what I think? I think he's inflating from the inside. <laughs> no, that's what's his that ego. film where people inflate when they go out into the atmosphere. Total recall. Oh, and they explode. Total recall. Yeah. <laughs> 
He looks like it's inflated. Yeah, he's going to go. <laughs> I don't know what they've, he's found over there, but there's somewhere. He likes it. There's somewhere with it. Fried food in yeah. a favela. It's agreeing, <laughs> I think that's, it's agreeing with his sheer palate. It is, yeah. <laughs> but that's what it falls back under, Shearer, just exaggerating to the, to the nth degree. So it sounds remotely interesting. Alicia has been to a World Cup. You wouldn't know it because no. he comes up with no anecdotes or information or experience no, that directly don't. relates to it's anything that happens. It's you've, like, you've been to the World Cup. How has he played in? Yeah. He's played in two World Cups, three mm. World Cups. He, don't, he never touches on the experience, does he? He never says, oh, when I were doing it. He never, Lineker no. does it all the time. He, he can't get enough of that. Lineker, bloody heck. He won't ever in six year box. You when you've got a panel that's got Danny Murphy and Robbie Savage on, who've never been to a World Cup until now. Yeah, I know, yeah. I think really you're leaning on Shearer for information. Danny Murphy nearly made it to Japan Korea, but Did he, he too broke his metatarsal. Oh. It was going to be Beckham's replacement. And then Murphy broke his. He's good as Murphy, actually, if you listen to him. He doesn't sound good. He sounds boring. He sounds like Ron Atkinson. Yeah, but then if you listen to the content, it's really good. But the the, the tone, a la Phil Neville. (laughs) Phil Neville, they did a feature on the BBC website. Phil Neville, coping with criticism. (laughs) Yeah, I should have read that. Is that supporting their own man? You've given him a job and now you've given him a feature on the website about how Um, crappy he is. Probably a BBC (laughs) councillor as well about the sound of things. Yeah, we're going to have to put a positive spin on this. I know you. (laughs) Put something on the internet. Don't, you don't have to don't talk about it. Let everyone else do that. You don't talk about it. Rio Ferdinand came to talk about a fret. I don't know what a fret is. (laughs) He means threat. Fret, fret, fret. something I do when I've missed the train. I Worry. Fret, yeah. I fret for a bit. Lord. There's another one in three minutes, can I wait? He's got a fret. They, they, yeah. pose, they pose a fret. I don't know about Ferdinand as a pundit. I mean, you know... At least he's been in the world. Exactly, the that's best what I'm saying. He's picked by a foreign journalist as one of the best centre-backs. Two World Cups running, I think he managed that. So at least he's got that pedigree behind I him. I mean, we made a point of the best ones of the managers, and I love Gordon Strachan, actually. I think Strachan's brilliant. His delivery is perfect. He doesn't dilly-dally with his words. It's the delivery. And it sounds like... He's talking truth all the time. Well, we believe it. I believe it. I was it. watching uh, ITV the other night. The excellent coverage, of course. Of course. Yeah. By uh, ITV com and where can you thirty. watch highlights, Alan? ITV.com forward slash highlights. No, well, cool. No, <laughs> highlights of what? But it's got time. It's, it's written down just there. Yeah, in, in front of you. a bit of paper. <laughs> give you a bit of paper. Oh, there it is. ITV.com forward slash World Cup. But I was watching. Um, uh, Adrian Charles was presenting. And he said, suddenly he said... Um, we have had to drop the regional news because of the cooling breaks. Oh, that was why, after lengthy chit-chat up, yeah. between him and um, the Italian fella, Cannavaro, and a couple of other blokes, I can't remember who they were, <laughs> they droning on Viera. after a game, and the bloke's sitting at the desk, or, or, the, or the woman is sitting at the desk, ready with the regional news, and they just stayed yeah. with Charles rubbing his thighs and talking to Fabio, gazing into his eyes, and he can't get <laughs> enough of him. And then he turned to the camera and looked at us apologetically and said, well, because of the cooling breaks, we've had to drop the regional news. And it's the first time in my life I thought, please go to the regional news. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is becoming intolerable. Because I've been cooing over Cannavaro, <laughs> we can't go to the regional news. But I, uh, we... It's no penalty. <laughs> No penal. No penal. He takes a whole cooling. <laughs> he takes a whole cooling break to get his point across. It does, yeah. It does. No penalty. And yeah, also, he doesn't you know, pull he, his punches. He like he does. when is a cooling break? He gets his shirt dry clean. That's how quickly he operates. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a bit of controversy about the cooling breaks. Uh, listen, and the cooling breaks are when they stop for a drink in the middle of a game, in the middle of a half, they stop for a drink, and uh, then running ads in some places. America. No way. Yeah, so it seems like they finally, through the back door, they've managed to sneak a commercial break yeah. into a football match. The Super Bowl, brilliant. Yeah, that's exactly what they've done. Mm. They've sneakily run a couple of ads at a huge expense. So that's how they've run, managed to wangle that one. They can't run around for 45 minutes without a drink. I yeah, know, yeah, come on. Come, come on. on. I thought they had a drink before. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fill up 
and then it'll slowly burn off as you go along and yeah. you'll be alright it's only 45 minutes yeah, that's not wanna, a long time you don't want to start a football game full of water eh, don't, drink, don't, don't drink water obviously no, you drink, come uh, on Powerade all Lucas said anything with aid on the end I cherry do. aid <laughs> pop they drink pop they drink lots of fizzy pop much fizzy pop as you can get, <laughs> get down yeah and then you've got to get to the half time about, around. about burping <laughs> <laughs> Other Americans who greatly impressed me were uh, Tim Howard, the goalkeeper, yeah. whose 15 saves were a record by a goalkeeper in a match. We couldn't believe this, could we, actually? Because that, that doesn't actually sound like a couldn't lot. Couldn't believe it. We couldn't. We, we thought yes, it, it doesn't sound like many, does it? 15 in one game. Then what class is a save? Just like that. When, when, <laughs> the, when the ball's going in the goal and you get in the way of it. <laughs> but is no. it, gonna, it could have gone in the goal. Could it's have rolled in the goal. Assume the ball's travelling towards the goal. Ah, right, so there's a speed on it now. Well, it's got to get over ah, the line. Right. Okay, this is interesting. Tom, can I refer you again to your comment? Tom, you are a goalkeeper. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Americans... No, t- tell me anything about this, right? All the other countries you've seen and played before, for years. Yeah. And so you're sort of used to, or you bring your own preconceptions of what their national characteristics are. You sort of, you know, you, the Italians do a bit of time wasting, a bit of chat to the ref. You can't trust them. A bit of diving, you know, no. this kind of thing. They're right? sly out there. The Germans, they're very organised, good teamwork, Engineered. they're resilient, and they always end up winning. Yep. The English, panicked, red-faced. And this is, there are certain characteristics. The Colombians, good dancers. The Cameroonians, match fixers. <laughs> <laughs> the Ghanaians, paid in cash. Yeah. You know, there's certain things... <laughs> But the American, what were the national, the national characteristics of an American, by, by seeing them in a team sport, representing their country, is really the first time I've properly noticed it. And it, t- it turns out to be thoroughly admirable. For people who don't like America or see America as the great Satan, their teamwork, their commitment, their loyalty to one another, yeah. no diving, no feigning injury, the fitness, the effort they put in, the sporting behaviour at the end, sitting there thinking, wow, this, this lot putting virtually every other nation to shame. Yeah, it's like in Team America, isn't it? Team sport. They're the opposite of yeah. America as represented by the South Park characters in Team <laughs> yeah. America. Yeah. 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 Not, not, yeah. And they're the best possible Americans they've found to shame. Pride. And it, suddenly we've seen the national characteristic of a nation that previously didn't appear to have one other than one that was imposed on them by us yeah. out of utter ignorance. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ironically, given that we're always telling them that they know nothing about anything. And the millions of people over there watching the games, packing mm-hmm. out Soldier Field where the Chicago Bears yeah, playing, big yeah. screens, really into it. Jürgen Klinsmann, national hero. Yeah, they've gone for mottos as well. They've got big uplifting mottos. Like they're, they're, they're fancying, I believe, I believe, I believe we'll win. Yeah. And the, the, the official motto is one nation, one team. We don't have any I love that, a motto. What's England's motto? No, well, they sound like mottos Down. made up by a PR company in Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah but that's America. That's it's working against them. Interestingly, Jürgen Klinsmann, the famous German, was accused of uh, un-American behaviour when he said, we're not going to win it, basically. <laughs> that's un-American. Yeah, but I'm not American. I'm yeah. German, yeah. as you've noticed. And I have won, I've won the World Cup and I yeah. know what it takes, so shut up. Yeah. But he didn't say anything yeah. like that because he's too polite. Too proud. <laughs> I know what you mean, though. America have got this like real like aura around them now. Well, especially yesterday, they were they say no diving. It was unbelievable. All playing for each other in like the position. What has like... football become? Where seeing no diving is unbelievable. Uh, exactly. Well, this World like Cup. That. But it is though. So yeah, it is. It's no feigning injury. Shock, yeah. Suddenly, you you look for players who are going to emerge during a tournament, and you think, you know, oh, well, I'm not oh, minding playing for my team. Yeah. And they're Amer- who's the little right back they brought on? Yeah, you're brilliant. Who came on? The their best player got injured. They Johnson, brought on a right back. Johnson got injured. So fantastic. Yeah, right amazing. back. Kept yeah, getting but, down. They've getting got crosses such, in. Bradley yeah. in midfield. Yeah, Superb. it was unbelievable. He, he made. I nearly said Argentina. He made America look miles better, especially when it came to extra time and his extra energy. I did, yeah. But there's such a diverse bunch of characters as well. Because <laughs> there's mean? like your, your frat boys, 
So there, there's and a, a Rastafarian is yeah, a Rastafarian on the bench. I love a Rastafarian in a team. Everyone needs a Rastafarian. The, yeah. On the commentary, Mark Lawrenson said, I saw that guy in our hotel foyer. I thought he was a tramp. <laughs> oh, Loro. Loro's finally got a game and he's yes. immediately let himself down. Oh, that's like Steam producer Simon. Beckerman, his name is. Actually, isn't he, not, is he not the captain who got dropped? In favour of Jeff Cameron, the uh, Stoke City thug. Yeah. <laughs> did a brilliant bit of Stoke City thuggery on a Belgian early on. He got a yellow card. And then played the rest of the game with his mouth hanging open as if he couldn't believe he was playing in the World <laughs> oh Cup. God. Oh, my God. It's, it's Axel Witzel. Oh, my God. It's Fellini. Oh, my God. It's Fellini. Oh, no. No. no I have to say that Axel Witzel looked a high-class mm-hmm. central midfield player. Brilliant name Axel. as well. Axel. Axel's a beautiful I mean, man. a lot of those Belgians have obviously seen a lot of because they play in England, but I hadn't seen him before. He'd played at no. a walking pace, played about 400 accurate passes. He did do amazing, yeah. Absolutely fantastic. And, that, and they were very, very good, the Belgians. They took a long time to score, but they missed a lot of chances, mainly because of Tim Howard. Yeah. They've got this, um, they've got this like, development coach behind the whole national team that's been working for years. Is he called, I think it's called Michel. Something or other, and he's been in the about ten years ago. They got all of the youth system in Belgium, and they made every like you know academy side play four three three, and it, it kind of worked. They, they build clubhouses in Belgium. There's a really interesting story behind it. I don't really know much about other than that, but basically, the, the, all these youngsters started coming through now that we haven't really heard of. Only ones we have heard are like Hazard and company. And uh, the, the premise of it is that you concentrate on the player, forget about results and team, you focus on the player. And it's worked, they were absolutely brilliant. The guy who scored, can't remember his name, the ginger kid looked like Milky Bar kid. De Bruyne. De Bruyne, yeah. Brilliant yeah, little girl, and he, he, he were good. He, were he good. was at Chelsea, but Mourinho sold him. Yeah, I know, it was unusual one that. Mm. Which is a bit weird. It's probably because Mourinho could mould him into something he wasn't. Like he always Mourinho's, he didn't like Lukaku for a while, I don't know, he's taken him back now. I know, of course, because he has. <laughs> he's done what? Made a big <laughs> difference last Got a winner. Made a difference. Did you watch all of Germany, Algeria? Yeah. The Algerians. How many chances? They went at How them. many times? Yeah, they, they really did go at them. And they did sit, and Germany love a team who sit, and they can just like play with them and toy with them, Schweinsteiger pulling the strings and alarm. But they just went at them. It's it, so it depressing them, that Algeria are better than England. <laughs> all right. It's so depressing. <laughs> it is depressing. Do you think England are the worst team in it? The wor- yeah. I, what, what, Let's go through and see if we can find a worse one. No, I don't think we can. Greece, I, I, Greece are better. Some of the African Spain. teams haven't done very well. Cameroon. Now, Ivory Coast haven't done very well. Yaya Toure, by the way, said it was uh, it's racism <laughs> that Greece were given. It was a nailed-on pen, Yaya. It was not. It was, it was not because he was black. <laughs> I'm telling you now. It was because he fouled him in the box. A lot of people said he won't know that penalty, but definitely won't. Oh, he wasn't. He it was, it was a won. penalty, it unfortunately, won. for Ivory Coast. But yeah, Iran were pretty poor, but England, oh my God, they were awful. There's only really Cameroon who were worse, but that's only because it's come out now that all the games were fixed, like seven of the players. Well, there's one game they're allegedly fixed. Yeah, and um, I'm not saying it's factual Because a match all. fixer had said before the Croatia game that the score was going to be 4-0. And he um, predicted a sending off as well, didn't he? A German match fixer. This guy's German, by the way. Is he? Which I found really random. So it's not just psychic. Do match fixers generally not keep quiet about what, <laughs> what the fix is going to be before the game? Go down to a pub before the game. Guess what, lads? I mean, I reckon 4 0 Croatia. Four. And then <laughs> afterwards, I say, well, obviously, I'm a match fixer, so. I've been speaking with my mate, Sam Etu, and he reckons <laughs> that he's going to get sent off. I don't know what the outcome of that will be, but yeah, there are no. match, fi- match fixing allegations. It yes. didn't help either team because, in the end, they both went out. So I don't quite see the one point that was. <laughs> um, 
The oh. Ghanaian one was that the Ghanaian team had $1.7 million in yeah. cash yes. transported from the airport to I their hotel. This. I love this. With 25 police outriders or something. Brilliant. Through, I mean, this is pretty bold. When you're warned about all the trouble there is in Brazil, mm. now you should go around with your money stapled to your stomach or something, shouldn't you? They <laughs> <laughs> just bought $1.7 million in a suitcase. So it's worse oh in Ghana. God. Don't know anyway. They all got so paid, what, it's a weird, and then yeah, went it's home. Weird. Yeah. The two of them got sent home, didn't they? They followed again. They passed the cash on the way to the airport. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. I wonder what those flashing lights are. Uh, do, 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 do they declare that to customs? Anything? Yeah, I've got half a million in suitcase, and I bet Tony Yeboah delivered it. It was handcuffed. The suitcase handcuffed to him. <laughs> Why Yeboah? What's he got to do with all? Don't know. He's in He's Ghanaian. Now, can you tell me uh, who you think is going to win the quarterfinals? Are you looking forward to the quarterfinals? Yes, I am. I this am. is where it gets. Which one in particular, Tom, would you like to watch the most um, out of the four? If you could only watch one. I would like to watch brazil Colombia. I think Colombia have been the surprise package. Yeah. And James, who we spoke about on, I think, the very first podcast. Do you know what he does, uh, a... James Rodriguez, at night? As, oh, if I said Do you know what he does at no, night what? after the game? Dr- sleeps. He goes, he goes to bed in his pamas. I'm going to have to go. Sorry, Sam. Uh, <laughs> I think our train goes to bed in his pajamas. <laughs> what is happening? What is happening here? Anyway, he goes to bed. See, this is what happens when England in his, fail. In his pajamas. <laughs> and he's also the top scorer in this World Cup. Dom, don't laugh at That's him. Voo-voo. Voo-voo. Don't laugh at him. He's got five goals, uh, including one of the best goals I've ever seen in my life. Oh, yeah. The volley he hit against Uruguay when he took it out his chest and mm, volleyed it in off the brilliant. bar. Now, he got transferred from Porto to Monaco for a humongous amount of money. Well, it was in the Falco deal, wasn't it? 60 million for the pair. Was it really? Mm. Of which 55 million was supposedly for Falco. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And now uh, Real Madrid have suddenly. Huh? Well, what is it with Real Madrid? Do they not notice anyone? I know. Until, well, they've got until too they're many. already the best player in the world. They've got too many people. <laughs> What's wrong with them? They've got too many people. Too many. Yeah. They never buy anyone about a year before they break. Do they? they just get them when everyone else is already. They, they bought Thomas Gravison when they were like 43 <laughs> and like really overweight. They mustn't overweight. have a scouting system. No. Their no, scouting they system has seen TV? somebody play well no. on telly. It is. It's you, the telly. It's YouTube. <laughs> Who? Is that Mads Rodriguez? Twitter. That's the scouting system. Is, yeah. Who's trending? Who's got most followers? It's an excellent money-saving <laughs> measure. That might be why they can afford all these players, not forking right. out for scouting. But I think Col- Colombia, as a whole, have been fantastic. Do you think they can knock out Brazil? Yeah, because I, yeah, I, I thought Brazil were crap against Chile. I, I think do. they could knock out Brazil as well. Mm. Because they play really good football. I mean, the second goal they scored was a great team goal. Brilliant. Crossfield pass. Quadra- Quadrado. Quadrado. Yeah. Did it back. You and then James. James. Little Jim. Colombia, you could argue, would play better football than Brazil on the day. Because Brazil, they've just relied on Neymar. I wouldn't say they've been playing flowing, fluent football at all. No, I think Colombia have played some of the best, the best, the best football we've seen in this World Cup so far. Yeah. Would you like them to beat Brazil? Or do you yeah. think it would be a shame that the hosts go out? I would like them, Alan. It would be a shame, but there's a bit of me that really wants to see Brazil go out and see just what happens in the country. <laughs> because look at how upset they were that the World Cup's actually there. Imagine how upset they're going to be if they don't even win it. Don't want to see the political side of Brazil after after they lose in a World Cup. Interesting, isn't it? Yeah, uproar. No. Who else? Who else is playing? Who are we looking forward to, Alan? What, what game stands out for you in the quarters? The quarter um, leg. Well, I'm, I'm, it's Argentina for me. I'm I'm very interested in the Lionel Messi affair. Mm. Yeah, but they're just what like... is going to happen? He's like <laughs> an estranged wife of yours. <laughs> Want to see what delaying tactics he uses next? Yeah, yeah. I couldn't exactly. believe it. And he was doing it all. I mean, Rio Ferdinand said interesting, one interesting thing, apart from everybody fretting 
was was that he said that Messi has an arrogance about him on the pitch. He's played against all these people, right? Yeah. Now. This is a proper pundit. It's, um, he's played for years with Cristiano Ronaldo, mm. who is always regarded as arrogant because he's he's a posturer, he's a poser, yeah. he's always flexing his chest muscles, and he's like a sort of I don't know, I was going to say a monkey in a zoo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. An Adonis. He is like an alpha Statue. male. He is yeah. like the leader of the pack. He's the one who, he's a breast beating yeah, show yeah, off, yeah. right? He ripped his shirt off and he scored the fourth goal mm. in an already long, long <laughs> yeah. since one final. Look who won it. And he, <laughs> I was, uh, I was uh, absolutely died on my ass when I was asked to do some comedy at the PFA Awards a few years ago. <laughs> Did <laughs> you? Oh, my God, the silence was deafening. Oh, no. Absolutely deafening. But I'll talk about that later yeah, if you we'll like. Please. <laughs> but the reason I bring it up was because Cristiano Ronaldo won the award that year and he was sitting on the next table over and they showed a little montage package of each of the candidates for the, the nominees yeah. and got a round of applause. But when his little package came up he and his acolytes on the table whooped cheered and stood applauding at his own footage <laughs> and I thought there's nobody has been, ever been more self-regarding no, in any room it. that I've been in so what you're saying he's saying like, Messi's not oh, he's, he's getting that way he's regarded as the epitome of arrogance in a football field like yeah. Cristiano Ronaldo yeah. Ria said no Messi's arrogant too Messi's got his own arrogance and what he does is he stands in the middle of the pitch and he just demands the ball the entire yeah. game goes through him it's not arrogance in a negative way it's not a criticism of him it's because he knows he's the best player in the world he's the captain of the team and it, and it has to go through him he goes about it quietly but they all know when they get the ball they've got to give it to him he runs the thing and when they got a goal late on against Switzerland and they wanted to delay free kicks it was him standing on the ball it was him not going back 10 yards it was him delaying the kickoff it was him running the entire show and in his own quiet way he's exactly like Maradona he's absolutely yeah. the ruler of that team even though they've got brilliant players like Aguero though he's got a knock and Di Maria and people yeah. like that but I think that's making Argentina play poorly. I think that's why we're all looking at Argentina saying, well, the only player who's done anything, really, is Messi. And I think that that's, be, that's because it's centrally, everything goes through him. But it's uh, worked for him so far, hasn't it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know, but it's not, they're not Just, playing attractive football. No, they're, they're not playing no. good football. Some of the, the players that should be standing out, like Di Maria, yeah, he was they, they're kind of being pushed to a side I a little bit. I don't think they care at all no, they probably about don't. whether the football's attractive or not. I mean, they couldn't care less. The thing is, their only interest is in winning that trophy yeah. in Brazil. That's the only thing they care about. Brazil will cut themselves off, literally. They'll all, <laughs> yeah. as a country, get all, all 200 million of them. Get the SARS out. With shovels, shovels. Dig a trench and then remove themselves from oh, South oh. America. Yeah, with crowbars. <laughs> <laughs> Push away, boys. What about Costa Rica against the Netherlands? I like Costa Rica. Costa Rica are good now. The guy who used to play for Fulham, David, yeah, him, who scored the, the winning Louise. goal against Greece, well, they want the winning goal, they hit with the first goal, rubbish finish. Anyway, he's brilliant. I'm getting to the point. He's brilliant. He's so much better when he were at Fulham. He's such a good player, and a bit like Messi, maybe. A lot goes for him. If you watch how he plays, he picks up the ball, he takes it forward, and as well as, you know, not to be an individual, they play a lot as a team to Costa Rica. And I think they've got a lot. Costa Rica I, I, I have played, do it. in the last 18 months, have played 30 matches. They're more yeah. like a club team. That is practice. That is that making is. sure you're ready. You know, they remind me a bit like Burnley in the way they play. Because if you look, if you watch Burnley, they didn't even sign any big name players and they play for each other. They've got one couple of guys in midfield who kind of run the show, but everyone around them plays for each other. They've got a guy who's going to score your goals and Costa Rica are just like that. They didn't, I imagine they're all on about £10 a game 
Shil- ten shilling. They're really old-fashioned Burnley. So I've got wooden seats. Not, not Burnley, Costa Rica. I've oh, moved. Right. I've travelled. I've gone across the ocean. Can they beat the Netherlands? Yeah, I think they can. No. That's what I'm saying. I no. think they can. We haven't tested Holland's defence yet. I really, we haven't at all. I what? mean, Holland are only relying on Robin and Van Persie and, and Schneider, and you know that's about it. Can we talk about Robin diving for a penalty in the last minute? Yeah, but no, he, okay. I think it was a penalty, but he made too much of it. He dives too much, he really But does. it was a stupid... To, to throw a tackle in like that, in such an important game... You can't touch him on the, anywhere on his leg or foot or no. anywhere basically below in. his hip, yeah. because he will concede a penalty. You can't go in his personal space. And if, down. If, if, <laughs> yeah. Everyone's got that personal space. Can't get too near to yeah, him. Yeah, he can't, no. He but will it, engineer a fall. Mm. Yeah, he will. And if you're going to put in a tackle like that in the 90th, third minute or whatever it was then it's your own problem you've, made, you've made trouble for yourself you have yeah and he's good but at diving but it still kills you that doing does, that yeah, I know. wins the game does, that's and it. knocks Mexico out of the World Cup because using cheat is quite a strong word to use but essentially he's cheating do you know what I mean It's I honestly think it's as bad as I'm born on a line as an outfield player or you know maybe not biting someone but you know he would have cried out and thrown himself yeah he tried two or three other times yeah. he confessed it's to cheating. doing one in the first half oddly as yeah. I do, I do dive I did dive, but not that one. <laughs> not that one, yeah. That one that counted for everything. Uh-uh. Yeah. No dive there. But you're right, it probably was, apparently, annoyingly enough. Uh, I mean, Holland didn't look that good against Mexico. No, they they looked like they were struggling because it was so hot. Van Persie got subbed. Mm. Mm. We had a quiet one, didn't I think with the heat for Van Persie. But you, they might have taken the foot off their gas a bit because they, they thought, you know, we can win this. Well, they were losing well, for a long ourselves. time. I mean, that was, it was uh, Wesley Snyder got them out of jail really mm. near the end of the game. A Mexican lad switched off. I'm just slightly distracted because Michael McIntyre is in the Royal Box. <laughs> and that, that is wrong Bugger. in so many ways. <laughs> How dare you! <laughs> should be me. The life of other comedians. Yeah. yeah. He's really in the roll box. He's in the roll box at Wimbledon. We're sitting here doing a podcast in my house, and in, in the in the box room, the echoey box room of my house. What's my life come to? <laughs> Two lads from Bradford. He's watching, yeah. he's watching Roger Federer. We're pretty chuffed to be here. Um, have, <laughs> yeah. we, have we moved on from Costa Rica? No, you can talk about them some more if you like. I want to. You don't know oh, anything about them, so what's no, the point? No. <laughs> I want to move on from them. I want to move on from them. Uh, because there's, 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 did you see the who's, toffee? Who's going to win? Let's have a vote. Who's going to win? All right, okay. Okay, let's put, we'll put it to a vote. Right. Holland? Germany. No, the, the Holland-Costa Rica game. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Absolute cretin, aren't you? Holland. What is it? What is it? What Holland is it are going to go through. Sorry, yes. Uh, cretin is, is technically someone who's unchristian. But yeah, Holland. It's, we'll... it's, a, it's developed into a term for an, an idiot. Northerner. <laughs> <laughs> So he's Democrat as well. Please see ya. Well, when he couldn't get out of his room, I thought he might be a cretin. <laughs> Hang on a minute. But then I came and tested the handles. Doors. What do you think when someone's staying in your house and you get a text upstairs going, I can't get out of the room? What do you think then? Cretin. What are you talking about? <laughs> open the door. <laughs> open the door. <laughs> and then I came down and realised that he couldn't open the door. <laughs> Tony, the door handle fitter, yeah, uh, was a cretin. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, France v Germany. Um... How, should we even mention the appalling Schumacher foul that's going to be shown about 58 times oh no, of course it is. before that game on Friday? But that, that would surprise me if Neuer did something like that, actually. Simon said it before the game, he's waiting for a big mistake, a big cock-up by Neuer. Cause he's so confident it's going to come. And I'm not saying it's going to happen exactly how it did back in the day where we pretty much killed the guy. 
But I, I imagine, you know, because he's playing, he's coming Patrick, out, isn't he? Patrick Batistone. That's it, Batistone. He's going to hurt someone. He or he's going to cock through, someone. And Schumacher jumped yeah. into him and he was taken to hospital. He was. Right. Yeah. Nasty, wasn't it? Horrible. But they still should have won that game. If my, my memory serves me correctly, and I'm sure uh, Steam producer Simon, but I think France were 3-1 up right, in that game. And they drew 3-0. And they, were, and they went out. And the right. thing was, they were well on top in the better team and they yeah. blew it. And they blew it because they wanted to nail the Germans. Mm. They allowed hatred to take over. <laughs> 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 but they had a fantastic team. They had Platini and Tigana yeah. and Giretta, and they were a great side. And they did win the European Championships two years later, but that they blew that game. And the Batistone injury, I think, was a bit of a turning point. Do you think there's a bit of history here, then, in this game? Do you think France will really just want to throttle them? No, none of this team were born then. No, but there's still... this. Well, there's always history, isn't it, with England and Germany, and we Start, play each yeah, other. It started in about 1939, didn't it, the history between France and Germany? Is that right? It did, Tom, yeah. Well, you can go back to the 1870 Franco-Prussian Wars, if you like. Oh, yes, of course. Oh, could do it. Yeah, let's, uh... let's stick to the football. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mr McIntyre in a dress box, or whatever it is. <laughs> no. No. Royal, Royal box. Royal box. Royal box. Sorry. <laughs> he, he looked pretty good. Sharp suit. Expensive glasses. But Germany are going to win the World Cup, so Germany will win that Do you game. think they are? Yeah, they do they are. I think Colombia. Yeah? I think Colombia. What, have, win the world? I think they've got what it takes to, to win the World Cup. I think there'll be a big surprise. No way. And Fran- I don't... Uh, France played Olivier Giroud of Arsenal against Nigeria. He had a poor game. Should have been sent off for an elbow on Mikel. <laughs> yeah. Got subbed. And Griezmann came on. The lad from Sociedad who Griezmann. crossed the border... And got a gig at Sociedad at the age of 13 because he was, he was deemed too small to play for a French team. Now, how, how any French club turned someone away as too small? This is the country that gave you Valbuena. Didier Deschamps. Didier Deschamps. Oh. And various other midgets. The smallest years. goalkeeper Bartes He ever. must have been minute. Yeah, he must have been, yeah. <laughs> must have been a, bur- a burrower. He must have been about the size of a six-year-old. <laughs> he is tiny, though. He's quite little now. He's very little. small. But at 13, he must have been he really small. small. But they don't care in Spain. Small people. There are a lot of small people in Spain. They love it. And they love it. They love a small one. And they, they've, tra- they've trained him up, and he is very, very good. <laughs> Likely to start <laughs> like a little pet against <laughs> Germany. Well done. <laughs> Come on. Very well. Well, he is tiny. He's <laughs> not as tiny as Valbuena, who technically is, is actually shorter than the ball. And I think if you look in the laws of the game, <laughs> shouldn't be allowed to play. But they've got a very good midfield, uh, not as good as the legendary Tigana Jures Platini midfield, but Pogba and uh, Kabai and the, the dirty one. Yeah. <laughs> They're pretty good. They're a good they three. They are very good, yeah. Pogba got his goal as well. In, in, they reckon he's, well, he should, he, should have, he should have scored more. Oh, he's a goal scorer. Like Vieira, they said. He's like Vieira. I don't see him as a Vieira. I see him as a, just a solid defensive midfielder. But he's good. Yeah, no, I think he's got more than that going on in his game. His Arsenal is excellent. I think he's an outstanding player. I'd love it to play for Arsenal. He's a player right? who Arsenal Alex player, Alex Ferguson said um, Tom Cleverley was better than Pogba. Oh, my God. And chose Cleverley. Yeah, that would be Pogba. after Pogba said, I don't want to play for you, I'm leaving. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I'm good. Funny how that can... That, Colours through Alex's view of a man. (laughs) (laughs) But I think they're a a really, really good midfield trio and I'm not sure that the German midfield is functioning as well with uh, with Schweinsteiger and and Lahm and Cruz Cruz and all those guys. I'm not sure they're functioning as well. I think it's going to be very, very even that game. But I think the the Germans with Goethe and Ozil and all those final third geniuses will get over the line in that one. Mm. I'm going for a German win. German win. (laughs) Losers. So we've got Germany v Colombia, Holland against either Argentina or Belgium. Can Belgium knock out Argentina? Well, it depends on one player. Lionel. Your ex. 
Well, I miss it. Definitely, I, I think. It's when he walked across you, the centre. No, but you're right. Every step he took. Why did no one? I, I lost a little love for him. Why did no one shout at him? Everyone's got so much respect for no him. One no dares. one said no anything. No one can say anything to him. It's Lionel Messi. Messi. Shakiri, well, don't say all. Yeah, all the Belgian players. Oh, look at him. Look how he walks. I know. But, uh, we could learn if, from that. They're, if they're in awe of him and they let him walk through. Yeah, I did the know. Switzerland? I, I mean, I, I must admit, I missed this bit. Did the Switzerland? No one said all. But like I said, all game we were doing it. We were very cunning with Messi. They're known for being neutral. He wasn't annoying about it. So he was yes, quite cunning about take it. Your time. I remember watching. I was at St James's Park once, uh, an Arsenal playing there, and uh, Newcastle scored, and Shearer did that. He walked really, very, very slowly indeed. He was the last player to go back to his position. He was strolling across the centre circle, wasting time. And Fabregas ran after him and shoved him in the back in the centre circle. Yeah. Which, uh, which was great. We loved that. But yeah. of course, gave Shearer the perfect excuse to waste about 15 minutes doing Slip a bit of chest, chest bumping, <laughs> squaring up. Yeah. Bit of Geordie shouting. It took even longer then oh. to kick off the game. Uh, Newcastle 1-1 now. So yeah, it depends on one player. I think, I think it might be a surprise. That might, that might be the surprise fixture actually out of all these. Argentina are the team who, who they say they find a way to win. Yeah. But I think Belgium have got a lot going for them. I see that one going to pens and then Argentina will win on pens. Is this as how far have Belgium gone in the past? They got to the semi final in eighty six, were knocked out by Maradona. Oh of course, yeah. And Good they were knocked ball. out by David Platt's stupendous volley in nineteen ninety. I'm going for Argentina win. After that, I vaguely lost interest in Belgium in the World Cup. Not team up. But Mark Wilmots, the yeah. manager, who ran nearly to the centre spot when they scored, um, has played in four World Cups for Belgium. Brilliant. So they have played a lot of World Cups. They've always had good teams. They've always had good football teams. Tactically, they're really good, actually. And he always seems to make good subs, doesn't he? Like he brought Lukaku on at the right time last night. They've got a superb side. Yeah, they really have, have. Man for man. Depth. Got, even Vermeil, is Vermeil injured? Or is he just not playing? Vermeilen got injured a couple of games in, so he's, he, they, they reckon he's going to be fit. But they brought in Van Boyten, yeah, the Van veteran Boyten, who plays with Bayern Munich. Vertonghen. How, how good were Vertonghen yesterday? Vertonghen's crosses were brilliant. What about Vincent Kompany? Vincent Kompany, stormy run forward, nearly scored. You can't mm. beat him, can you, Kompany? You cannot no, beat no. him. It's impossible. He won't buy any dummies. No. He spends nothing in Mother <laughs> <laughs> So that's the uh, semi-final lineup nailed on. No need to watch. It'll be Germany against Colombia, Argentina against Holland, and the tournament will be won somehow by Brazil. Don't know how that's going to happen. But that is inevitable. By <laughs> <laughs> default, not, not making it to the semi. Everyone will be so scared. They'll just give it. <laughs> yeah. uh, by the time we speak to you next, uh, Luis Suarez will have got a move to Barcelona. Probably. Yeah. Uh, oh, I'm handing the piece of paper here. Our next podcast will be recorded in Leeds. Ooh. Oh, go on. I won't be there. Bring your coat. <laughs> I'll be on Skype. <laughs> hey, boys. I'm going to get a spray tan. Yes. <laughs> Where else do I need to Should fit, we take you around Leeds? Should we take you around Leeds to a few uh, pubs? I've been to Leeds. Of course, yeah. It's got that funny underwater river in the middle, isn't it? Underwater. That's not what I meant. <laughs> That's it? Underground is what I meant. Underground, yeah. yeah. Isn't what, it? a sewer? No, it's an actual river. That's Bradford, isn't it? There's rivers under Bradford. There's rivers, rivers under all northern cities. Oh, that's a fact. Is this news to me? No, there's, there is under Bradford and Leeds. Oh, yeah. There is, there's a river mm-hmm. in the middle of Leeds. It's like a natural... Underground. Natural... Every now and then you'll spring. get a glimpse of it. Yeah? Oh, yeah. there it is. Every now and then you'll be dangled into it by a couple of Yorkshiremen who've taken offence at your southern <laughs> ways. <laughs> Dip him in the river! Uh, we're, going up, we're going up to Yorkshire because Simon Aristine, producer, is um, uh, doing something with the Tour de France. And, uh, so, and you lot live there. So it's on me. And I'll be travelling down from Northumberland, yeah, you uh, are. where I'm going to be with my So you'll be travelling south? 
I'll be going to see us in Yorkshire. Weirdly enough, that's a weird Twilight Zone moment. Like a duck. And we will be recording that on Saturday. I think we're going to do a bit of quarterfinal watching and a bit of podcasting. And so that'll be out on Saturday. And then there will be another one. And another so you're one. T- we're committed to doing about 90 of these podcasts. I don't quite know how this contract got drawn <laughs> we're up. In, we're the, biggest, <laughs> the biggest sporting event ever to pass through our hometown. And we're going to be locked in a hotel room. We are. With these, yeah. get these guys. Well, don't lock yourselves in, obviously. You want to get out, will you? We're cretins. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's probably, it's probably offensive. Uh, all right, gentlemen, I'll see you on Saturday. Yep, see you. Let us. <laughs>